Hello, friend. A warm welcome back to the Quiz Cupboard. It's your boy, John. I hope this finds you well. Please find yourself a beanbag to settle down on slash in. You may have to share with a stranger. Feel free to pretend you're unhappy about that. Okay, we'll forego the team building exercises and get straight to the questions, shall we? Round one today is an additional edition of Too Foggy Couldn't See, in which we hear one-star reviews of five different famous landmarks by various internet users or netizens, as no one says. Your task is to name the specific attraction that failed to impress each person. And to make it all a bit more palatable to the ear, I've asked some more of my celebrity buddies to read them out for us. By coincidence, they've all told me they've caught colds this week, so that's why they sound slightly odd and a little bit like a deep fake voice generator. So that concisely explains that. Let's hear question one, which consists of the beautiful Ringo Starr reading the thoughts of TripAdvisor account holder Sammy Lausanne. I wish someone explains to me why this is a top attraction. It's a bridge painted red, nothing else. I tried sending Ringo a little gift to say thanks for doing that, but apparently he wouldn't sign for it. Anyway, what landmark was Sammy Lausanne talking about there? Two points for that if you know it. Next up, it's Jerry Seinfeld, perfectly bringing to life the observational stylings of World Dweller. Take it away. I don't see the big deal with these overpriced ruins. There are stone ruins on top of the hill. It is hard to get to the ruins from Cusco, like three to four hours by train, and they overprice everything for tourists. Classic Seinfeld. Tell me where the accurately named World Dweller went and failed to enjoy, please. Question three, we've got the dulcet tones of Canadian punk rocker and creative speller Avril Lavigne, giving us the words of Ijusidman, something like that. Here it is. This, like, transferring through a gigantic subway station on rush hour only, it has grandiose Chinese architects who are mostly reconstructed. Better watch it in The Last Emperor. No offence to Avril there, but I'm just going to read that for you again. It goes like this. This, like, transferring through a gigantic subway station on rush hour only, it has grandiose Chinese architecture, mostly reconstructed. Better watch it in The Last Emperor. Again, I want to know what landmark that is referring to. Now, for question four, we bring in... Adam Driver, with the words of an anonymous Yelp user. This is possibly the ugliest building I have ever seen. A complete waste of time, money, and effort. I am afraid I am a traditionalist at heart, and this monstrosity does nothing for me. It is scheduled to be completed in 2026. If I had my way, it would be demolished in 2027. So you'd let them finish it, and then a year later, demolish it. This anonymous person really has embraced the dark side, shall we say. Anyway, that was question four. Question five is coming up and we've got the words of someone simply called Took, read by Gordon Ramsay, a quite calm Gordon Ramsay, let's say, in speaking to camera mode rather than shouting at beleaguered restaurant owner mode. Here are the words. A messy, incomplete example of some large-scale rubble left in a vague circle. To those people who say this is impressive and awe-inspiring, have you seen the kind of thing they were constructing in Egypt at around the same time? Okay, thanks and get well soon to all my celebrity guests. Feel free to pause, rewind and or just bop during this probably excellent musical interlude before we get on to round two. Wait a minute. Disappointed! 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 This is my world. 
Round two this week is Last in Line. I read a sequence, up to and including its penultimate thing. And if you can name the last thing, the thing I replace with the word what, two points will come your way. I won't tell you the underlying theme of each sequence either. Part of the immense fun is that you'll be able to figure that out all on your own. Uh, so let's get straight to question one. It's a short one. It goes like this. Journey, smaug, what? I'll repeat. Journey, smaug, what? Is question one. Question two goes like this. Mitterrand, Chirac, Sarkozy, Hollande, what? I'll read them all twice. So this one again. Mitterrand, Chirac, Sarkozy, Hollande, what? Question three reads, trumpet, trumpet, French horn, trombone, what? Trumpet, trumpet, French horn, trombone, what? Question four goes like this. Six, Percy, five, James, four, Gordon, three, Henry, to Edward, what? So it sounds like I want quite a specific format for your answer there, doesn't it? I'll read it again. Six, Percy. Five, James. Four, Gordon. Three, Henry. Two, Edward, what? Finish that list. Question four and question five goes like this. Taming of the Shrew. Tempest. Teeman of Athens. Titus Andronicus. Troilus and Cressida. Twelfth Night. What? Once more, Taming of the Shrew, Tempest, Teman of Athens, Titus Andronicus, Troilus and Cressida, Twelfth Night, What? Oh look, it's the end of round two. I can't wait to find out what round comes next. Nice. So round three, you better believe it, we've got ourselves a connections round, people. It's a general knowledge round on the surface, and indeed on all levels, but the fifth question is, as ever, what is the connection between the previous four answers? And get this, I've already thought of the connection and planned the questions accordingly. Let's give it a shake and see what comes out. So question one, according to Duran Duran, who dances on the sand just like that river twisting through a dusty land? I'll, I'll say it again, maybe a bit more properly. Question one is, according to Duran Duran, who dances on the sand just like that river twisting through a dusty land? Question two is, the longest species of beetle in the world is named after which figure from Greek mythology? Once more, the longest species of beetle in the world is named after which figure from Greek mythology? Question three. What comes next in the following sequence? Yep, it's another sequences one. Here we go. Christie, Bailey, Green, Gatlin. Then what, basically? What comes next in the following sequence? Christie, Bailey, Green, Gatlin. Question four. What misleadingly named river peninsula in East London lies just south of the financial district Canary Wharf? I'll say it again. What misleadingly named River Peninsula in East London lies just south of the financial district Canary Wharf? And finally, question five. What is the connection between the previous four answers? I don't think I need to repeat that question, do I? Because you knew it was coming. There is a connection between those four answers. Tell me what it is and you'll be sufficiently rewarded. Round three is already done. Let's move on to round four right now. 
Jeopardy where the scores can really change? Round four is a new format because I'm just wild like that. I can't be stopped. It's a music round called When Two Become One. Each question contains rather short clips of two different songs and you get a point for identifying each song title. What makes this a bit more interesting is that when you combine the names of each pair of songs, you should get the title of a third song. Before each question, I'll tell you the artists for all three of those songs, so hopefully the existence of that combined title helps you get the answers if you're at all unsure just from listening to the clips. Hopefully, this will start to explain itself as we go along. So let's go along to question one. Here we've got clips from Pharrell Williams first and Katy Perry second, and combined, they form the exact title of a Stevie Wonder song. Have a listen. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Yes, that's the entire thing. So because these are so short, I am fairly comfortable playing them again. Remember, we've got a Pharrell Williams song and a Katy Perry song. Name both of them, please. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. And hopefully when you write down your two answers, what comes out is the title of a Stevie Wonder song. That was question one. So for question two, along the same theme, we've got a song by Kylie Minogue and a song from the musical Les Miserables. And the result is a song by Robin. Let's hear it again, shall we? Remember Kylie Minogue first, then Les Mis second, and we hopefully end up with a song by Robin. When I go out, I wanna go out without him. Remember, it's a point for each song title out of those two shorter song titles. So if you really don't know the, the combined one or one of them, just put the, the song that you do recognise and you'll still get a point. Isn't that nice? Question three, we've got uh, a song by Santana and uh, a song by Britney Spears. And we end up with a Michael Jackson tune. <laughs> They combine quite nicely, don't you agree? So once again, Santana plus Britney Spears equals Michael Jackson. Tell me the song titles. Okay, onwards and upwards to question four. We've got Red Hot Chili Peppers, we've got Minnie Ripperton, and then finally we end up with Phil Collins, of course. So here it is. So we're mixing a, a slice of Red Hot Chili Peppers with a, a squeeze of Mini Ripperton and what we get is a lovely Phil Collins cake. I don't know, I'm turning into off-menu here. Let's just hear it again. How are you doing out there? Oh, good. Okay. Well, we've only got one more of them. We're combining you 2 with Prince to get a song by Calvin Harris with Dua Lipa. Don't worry, you do know them. Will it make it easier on you to be my girl? I hope you're pausing if you need to, but for those of you who are driving while listening to this, here it is again. Will it make it easier on you? Okay, bad news, the question crop is harvested for this week, but answers are still to come. Don't touch that dial.
Rightio, round one was too foggy, couldn't see again. One star reviews of famous landmarks. I will read them again. I'll attempt to elocute properly in case you didn't quite make out some of the words the first time. Question one, Sammy Lozan, originally read by Ringo Starr, but here it is by me. I wish someone explains to me why this is a top attraction. It's a bridge, painted red, nothing else. So the answer here was the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a bridge painted red, nothing else. I suppose that's true. Um, Golden Gate Bridge, then two points. Question two, World Dweller said, I don't see the big deal with these overpriced ruins. They are stone ruins on top of a hill. It is hard to get to the ruins from Cusco, like three to four hours by train, and they overprice everything for tourists. What a shame. Uh, the answer there, World Dweller has obviously not enjoyed a trip to Machu Picchu in Peru. So Machu Picchu, your answer for your two points there. Question three, Idju Sidman, no, no idea. Uh, was uh, complaining about uh, an attraction in this manner. He goes like this. This like transferring through a gigantic subway station on rush hour, only it has grandiose Chinese architecture, mostly reconstructed. Better watch it in The Last Emperor. And we are dealing there with the Forbidden City in Beijing. So Forbidden City is what I was looking for. Apparently The Last Emperor was a 1987 movie which filmed in the Forbidden City, a rarity for Western cinema. Um, I didn't know that. We've all learned something here. Forbidden City, question three. Question four, anonymous Yelp user said, this is possibly the ugliest building I've ever seen. A complete waste of time, money, and effort. I'm afraid I'm a traditionalist at heart, and this monstrosity does nothing for me. It is scheduled to be completed in 2026. If I had my way, it would be demolished in 2027. The answer here is the Basilica of the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. Sagrada Familia is a very acceptable answer there. Designed by Gaudi, construction started in 1882 uh, and apparently now the completion date is delayed since this review was written due to COVID. I'd say let's, uh, let's let them finish it though, eh? And maybe let it stand for longer than a year once it's completed. They worked so hard on it, bless them. Question five, uh, Took said this. A messy, incomplete example of some large-scale rubble left in a vague circle. To those people who say this is impressive and awe-inspiring, have you seen the kind of thing they were constructing in Egypt around the same time? Well, the answer is Stonehenge. What else could be described as a messy, incomplete example of some large-scale rubble left in a vague circle? That really reminded me of this quote. King Lear is just English words put in order! From, from Michelin Webb. So anyway, Stonehenge is your answer to question five and that rounds out all of our answers for round one. Add them up and we'll move swiftly on to round two, last in line. I'm going to read the sequences again, I think, and then I'm going to read the last thing as well. Question one, journey, smaug, and the answer is armies because here we're dealing with the last words of the Hobbit film trilogy titles. Uh, an unexpected journey, film one, the Desolation of Smaug, followed by the Battle of the Five Armies. So I hope you said armies for two points there. Question two, Mitterrand, Chirac, Sarkozy, Hollande, and finally, Macron. These are the surnames of the five most recent presidents of France, up to the current incumbent, Emmanuel Macron. Elected aged 39, the youngest president in French history, Pamal, Emmanuel Pa. Mal indeed. 
Question three, trumpet, trumpet, French horn, trombone. The answer is tuba. Maybe you didn't know that they were the instruments in a brass quintet going from highest to lowest in pitch, but perhaps you just guessed a low-sounding brass instrument because that's the direction we were going. The two trumpets may be a bit confusing at the beginning, but that is technically uh, how it all goes. Uh, I'm also accepting here for two points bass trombone if you plumped for that. So tuba or bass trombone is apparently another acceptable answer in a brass quintet. Question four was this interesting sequence of names and numbers. Six Percy, five James, four Gordon, three Henry, two Edward, and the answer is one Thomas. What we have here is six of the main train characters featured in Thomas the Tank Engine or Thomas and Friends, preceded by the numbers painted on their respective sides and finishing with the hero of the piece, Thomas himself, who has the number one. So one Thomas is your answer. Question five. Taming of the Shrew, Tempest, Timon of Athens, Titus, Andronicus, Troilus and Cressida, Twelfth Night. The answer is Two Gentlemen of Verona. Shakespeare plays beginning with T was the sequence in alphabetical order, ending with Two Gentlemen of Verona. I missed out the word the because if you include the, then a lot of other Shakespeare plays begin with T. So that's why Tempest was uh, included without the word the beforehand. Hope you clocked that and I hope you got 10 out of 10 in round two. Round three comes next. It was the connections round. Question one, according to Duran Duran, who dances on the sand just like that river twisting through a dusty land. Hopefully you picked up that I was doing lyrics there and the song is Rio. Her name is Rio and she dances on the sand. So Rio is the answer I was looking for. Question two, the longest species of beetle in the world is named after which figure from Greek mythology? The answer is Hercules. It's the Hercules beetle. Question three, what comes next in the following sequence? Christie, Bailey, Green, Gatlin. The answer is Bolt. I was listing the surnames of male Olympic gold medalists at the 100 meter sprint, starting with Linford Christie in 1992 and moving forward to Usain Bolt's first win in 2008. So surnames only, I wanted the answer Bolt for two points. Question four, what misleadingly named River Peninsula in East London lies just south of the financial district Canary Wharf? The answer is Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs, misleadingly named because it's not in fact an isle or island, it's a peninsula like I told you. The Isle of Dogs is the answer there. And question five, what is the connection between the previous four answers? We've got Rio, Hercules, Bolt and Isle of Dogs. They are all the names of animated films. I don't need anything more specific than that. They're not all made by the same company or anything, just animated movie titles. That's your connection. And because you said that and got it right, you get the final two points of that round. 10 out of 10, excellent, good news. Round four, when two become one, we're going to hear these little clips of uh, unholy mashups that I've made of two songs combining to make a third separate song. Here was question one again. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. So let's just put you out of your misery. The Pharrell Williams song was Happy and the Katy Perry song Birthday. So of course the Stevie Wonder song that I wanted was Happy Birthday. If you just got one of those, uh, happy or birthday, that's fine. Of course, it's one point, but I'm sure you got both there. Happy birthday uh, for two points. Question two. When I go out, I want to go out without him. And so you should. 
Uh, the first song there, well, the Kylie Minogue song was Dancing, and the song from Les Miserables was On My Own. And so the Robin song that I was referring to was Dancing On My Own. Uh, so Dancing for one point, On My Own for your second point. Question three, here it is. <laughs> The fact that they're in the same key, just a happy accident for a little mashup like that. We had the song Smooth by Santana, so Smooth for one point, and Criminal by Britney Spears. So, of course, I was talking about Smooth Criminal when I said a Michael Jackson song. Smooth and Criminal. Question four. Ever wonder if it's all for you? So we had uh, Can't Stop. First of all, there by Red Hot Chili Peppers and Loving You by Minnie Ripperton, obviously. So uh, the song uh, Can't Stop Loving You, I went for Phil Collins for that one. Can't Stop Loving You, question four. Let's finish it off triumphantly with question five, shall we? Will it make it easier on you to be my girl? So starting with one by U2. And ending with Kiss by Prince, we have One Kiss. Of course, because you're very, very modern, you know that there's a song by Calvin Harris with Dua Lipa called One Kiss. And that is what you wrote. And that's why you get two points. Well done. We're out of questions and answers for this week. Hope you enjoyed yourself here in the cupboard. The credits this week consist of one name, awkwardly enough, mine, which is John, Jonathan, to my dad, who may even be listening to this. Hello, Pops. If so... Quizcupboard at gmail.com is the email. At Quizcupboard is the handle. You know what to do. Yes, that's right. Delete all social media. Thanks for coming. There's more next week. So see you then for that. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>